0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to ClapperCast. It's a very special episode for multiple reasons. Number one, it is my birthday episode. Happy birthday to myself. But also, the return of Alina Falds. Alina, welcome to the show. Everyone's seeing your face for the first time ever. How are you doing today?
1: I am well. I had a really good, like, what, month and a half break away from the podcast. I have, like, fully lost interest in film. If you just look at my letterbox over the past two months, you're like, what the fuck's wrong with her? <laughs> um, I've been a Man Called though. Otto
0: didn't do it for you? or
1: Didn't watch it. It's in it's in the local theater. I'm like, I can't be arsed to drive into town to see that movie. I might go see Infinity Pool, but I don't know. I just like, oh my God, it costs like $10. It's like a 20 minute drive into town. It's a lot. Even like watching stuff on streaming, I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, I'm good. I've been watching the Rocky movies, and that's like my project. I've watched three of them so far. How are those going? Three. I really liked the first three, actually. Oh, that's Um,
0: good.
1: Hulk Hogan is in the third one. What? (laughs) Yes, he plays a guy under (laughs) lips. Huh. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Uh, I know. So I was really happy I at least made it through the first three. I feel like I don't need to watch the other ones, but I was trying to watch them all before Creed 3 or whatever. I haven't seen any of the Creed movies either, so it's a long project. Um, Sure.
0: I've just seen the Creed films and the first Rocky, and I was like, oh, it's fine. It's not for me, but I I might watch them all. We'll see. I have to get all the Mission Impossible still this year, so...
1: Two is kind of like a rehash of the first one, but Mm. three was really fun. I really liked three, so I feel like you should at least watch three. I don't know about the other ones. Sure.
0: I mean, knowing my My opinions, it's going to be like, I'm going to think number five is like a five-star masterpiece or something, so I'm sure I'll enjoy it it once everyone else hates it. I
1: don't know. What else have I been up to these past couple months? I started, I went back to the gym. I love that for me. Trying to get a fat ass. And I also took up embroidery. I'm embroidering a panda right now, everybody. And that's all the news. I haven't had a lot. Oh, I'm unemployed.
0: You also moved.
1: I, I moved home. I'm unemployed. Big life changes. But I'm having a good time. And that's what Well, happened. that's
0: good. You yeah, know, it I'm doesn't happy. matter how bad your life is going. As long as you're having a good time, that's all that matters. It's actually,
1: you would think that being unemployed and moving home would be a bad thing. But I'm actually having a great time out in rural Ontario. Sure. I'm happy. Depression? Who? A seasonal depression? I don't know her, so that's good. Doug says hi to everybody. Also, anyway, I'm only back because it's your birthday. I would have skipped this episode.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for that. I mean, Paul did skip it, so that's okay. Um, for yeah. my birthday, we are watching The Hunger Games. 2012, this was me as a middle schooler out on the playground, trying to convince kids to be Team Gale over Team PETA. This was a part of my childhood that we've not talked about yet. We've talked about Cats. We've talked about Mama Mia. So I was like, I don't want to do something boring that we've already done. Let's do The Hunger Games. Um, and I might as well start things off. If you've been living under a rock, The Hunger Games is about this futuristic America named Panem, where they have 12 districts they had 13 but like that's not really important for the first movie um and every year they have this thing called the hunger games where they take a boy and girl from each of the districts put them into a big arena and have them fight to the death for like entertainment and it's like dystopian and this year they go to district 12 which is like the saddest district it's like a fucking pilgrim land and they uh get pick pita malarkey and they pick primrose everdeen but primrose has an older sister named katniss who thankfully volunteers so the innocent like baby doesn't go into the hunger games and then it's all about them preparing for the hunger games and going and fighting to the death and seeing can they win can one of these two make it out alive and And I, of course, have nostalgia for the film. But I also think the first one especially, like, is really fun. I think it's long. I think that's the biggest issue with these films is just, like, there's a lot that happens before the games, and it feels like an entire film. And then you have the games, which feels like an entire film. And it's like, okay, we got the point. Um, But especially here with the smaller budget, I think the filmmaking is, like, shockingly strong at points. And I think the emotional beats do work to where, like, yes, there's definitely nostalgia in my enjoyment of this. But I think it's a good film. I enjoy it. Alina, what is your history with The Hunger Games? And what are your thoughts on at least the first film? We'll get into the others later.
1: I don't really have a history with The Hunger Games. Because, like... I am a person that's just, like, when everybody else likes the thing, I don't want to watch or read the thing. And, like, after the whole... Cut to you dressed in
0: MCU pajamas at (laughs) high school with, like, your fucking Thor on the thing.
1: Listen, I was on the MCU train before everybody else was, okay? Doesn't count. But, like... I feel like the Hunger Games was the next big thing after like Twilight and I did read the Twilight books and I think I've seen all the films and so like when Hunger Games was happening I was like I'm tired I don't want to read these books because everybody that I don't like in school is liking these books and I don't want to like the same things they like. I was a hipster obviously I was like I'm, I'm not reading that shit. I did go and see the first movie I think Against My Will like it was something that like my cousins were going to see and I was like, okay, I will go so I don't have to stay at my grandma's house um, So that's it. I think I saw the second one before also, but I definitely hadn't seen three or four and I, re- I watched all of them in one day for you because I wanted to know what happened um I did like the first one a lot and I think the second one's the best one and then three and four are shit. There was no reason to split that into two movies other than capitalism, but I know we're focusing on the first one right now. I liked it. I don't understand Team PETA, though. I think he's a dork and a loser, and Katniss should have just let him die. He's useless. The entire – what does he do? He ties himself. He looks like a
0: rock.
1: useless. Gale was so much better. I really like, and I know, like, we don't like Liam Hemsworth right now. Shout out to our girl, Miley Cyrus. But, like, he's good in the Hunger Games, and I think he's better than Peeta also, Carson. So I'm glad we agree on that
0: of course i mean he is the hotter well like let's just say you know maybe it's not about personalities right he is hotter than josh (laughs) hutcherson i think it is never forget Mm -hmm. also just like iconic josh hutcherson moment him at the bernie sanders rally in like 2020 being like have you guys heard of a movie called the hunger games aren't we living in it now i don't know he gave me the ick long ago um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think that Definitely Team Gale. I wish he was in the Hunger Games because I think it works better. I do think Peta is like a really bad character, and I think the fact that he has no talent or skill in any sort really does hurt the film because it is Katniss who is like a queen, an archer, killing people, being bold, and then like Peta, like his two talents are painting himself like a tree and throwing a big weight,
1: and, and being that's nice. it.
0: And being nice. nice.
1: He is like he really emphasized how nice he is. And I'm like, it doesn't matter that he's nice. There's people that are dying.
0: Also, though him being nice is literally like when Katniss was homeless in the rain in the mud, starving to death. She he like threw her a piece of bread. That's not being very nice. Like a
1: piece of burnt bread. (laughs) Because later he says that he burned it on purpose. And then his mom was mad at him that he didn't give it to the pigs. It was burnt (laughs) bread. That's not that nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will say I think the world of The Hunger Games is fun. I've never been too into, like, the social commentary. I think this is one of those, like, films that's, like, trying to be woke. Like, oh, look at how bad society is. They're having kids kill each other. But it never really goes deeper than that. Like, I don't know. I've never really found, maybe in the later books and movies, a little bit more with, like, propaganda and stuff. But, like... I've never been too interested in the social commentary of the world, but very similar to like my love for escape room, uh, specifically the sequel to escape room. Like I do like the idea of every single year having the hunger games. Obviously do not love the idea of kids dying. But, like, I think that is a very intriguing setup and I wish we had more of like the actual games in movies. Cause I think that's the fun part, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I find the social commentary of it super interesting actually um especially with the whole like propagandaness of it all yeah because it is so weird to me that like all of these people are just like cool with letting their children fight to the death every year it's like and i like they're in their 74th year in the first movie like they've been doing that shit for 74 years and nobody up until that point has thought this is weird and i know a lot of them probably do think it's weird but they feel like powerless to like stand up against it but the like higher districts like one two and three they're like really into it like their kids they, like, are, like volunteer volunteer i'm like that's weird it's so weird and honestly i feel like it is really reflective of our society because like how yeah. many dumb kids are indoctrinated to go into the military because you want to fight for a country and get free college and all that shit when really you're just going over to the global south to kill people and steal their resources true T. Um, Not the tea really not a lot of that in the hunger games i guess like the capital does exploit everybody okay so it's like there's 12 districts and the capital is like separate
0: yeah and the capitals to be clear is all gay people (laughs) which i especially on a rewatch found very strange that like there is definitely a homophobia here (laughs) (laughs) but you know i'm wearing a bro's cap so i can say i'm not gonna judge the film too much for that but it definitely is strange and it definitely is there
1: I was reading the letterbox reviews, um, and a lot of people were comparing the Capitol to like RuPaul's Drag Race. I could totally see that because, yeah. like, it's like a lot of their outfits, especially like Stanley Tucci's character, they're it's really giving RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: Yeah, I also feel like that's kind of an issue. Is like everyone from the Capitol is iconic, and I do love them. And like, I know I'm supposed to hate them, but even President Snow, to a point, I'm like King. So I think like. She's-
1: like, I know he's an <laughs> asshole, but, like, he's a really interesting character. Uh, Caesar Flickerman, I think is his name, is an interesting character. I really liked Senna also. Senna. Like, I know some of them are bad, Some of them are bad. Also, why does everybody have, like, a Roman name? Like, there's Plutarch and Castor and Pollux and, like, all of these Roman names. And I'm like, I'm sure she's, like, trying to do, like, Susan, whatever her name is, is trying to Collins. do something here. But I don't understand what it is. Like – I know, I know like, you. Rome was, like, an empire and conquered a bunch of people. So I guess that's it. But it was, like, why are you guys so into Rome? Because, like, I thought this was, like, mm-hmm. the remnants of America. What what was that uh, Roman name renaissance happening there?
0: <laughs> I, I love the idea that in, like, book three when she names someone coin and she's like, oh, this would be about capitalism. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really know about that. I also think, like, the world itself just, like, setup-wise, especially in the sequels, it gets, well, specifically the second film, gets very, like, questionable with how it uses race. Like, I feel a little uncomfy with how it just, like, decides to use race in the sequel. And, like, I think Suzanne Collins is trying to do stuff. I don't know if she's talented enough as a writer, peace and love, Suzanne, love your content, to, like, achieve all of it. I think there's a lot of ideas, but I don't know if there's a lot of, like, it all comes together. Right?
1: Mhm. Yeah, because I noticed that like some of the districts have a lot more like black people, especially like yeah. district 11, like Rue and the other guy from it, they were all black and then when in the sequel when Katniss and Peter are doing their like victory tour, um it looks like everybody in the crowd that came to see them is black as well and there's not really like much to that, which is and it's weird. also the
0: agriculture district, which then like calls back to like slavery, and it's just like very awkward. Like when you break into it, it's like oh, that feels uncomfortable because you're not doing like there's not the craft there to do something with that,
1: mm-hmm. but it's One there. <laughs> we have done is I wish they had kind of like explored the districts a little bit more mm. because like I get that district twelve is like coal mining then 11 i guess is agriculture i didn't grasp that um you i read know the there's books. like power, I, I know uh there's like a power plant one i don't know what one and two do there's like fishing people i think finnick is from the fishing yeah. people but like i kind of wish like i know the focus is on Katniss and district 12 but it would have been interesting to see like mm. what the other districts do and how they benefit the capital um i think that could have been better for like when they rebel in the later books and movies like yeah. i'm not i'm carson i'm not gonna read these books it's
0: no happen. you're fine i'm not i'm not <laughs> yeah. asking you to
1: but like i just wish that like with how long these movies are like each of them are like well over two hours i think i feel like they could have dedicated some time to that because they spend a lot of time on stuff that i felt didn't matter
0: yeah a Especially good pitch is yeah. to make a Hunger Games, like, Netflix series to where, like, you have... T- and no one would watch this, except for me. But, like, 12 episodes. Each episode is a district. You go into the district. You see who gets picked for the Hunger Games. It's all for one Hunger Games. And then you have the finale, which is, like, all the games. And you know all the characters. So it's all more meaningful. I think that would be interesting. It would mm-hmm. be long, though. And no one would watch it. But if we were going to be making more Hunger Games content, which apparently we are... Let's do something fun with it, right? I don't really need a prequel. I
1: just feel like they have, like, a lot of the side characters are super interesting. And I wish that a lot of them had gotten more screen time, especially in the second movie, which I saw Mm. a lot of people comparing it to RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars because it's all, like, former victors coming back. Um, I wanted to know more about, like, the, like, I don't know their names, but, like, Old smart women. techie people, the old mags, the old women. <laughs> um Like they were, all of those people seemed like so interesting, especially since they were like past victors. And I was like, I want yeah. to just skip over those people. I'm
0: we kind of moved on to like talking about, I think the whole franchise, like what about Catching Fire? Did you like better overall than the first film?
1: I thought the arena was a lot more interesting. Mm. Um, Like, There was a lot more to it, uh, especially when you find out that it's, like, a clock and, like, every hour there's, like, a different scary thing that happens, but only, in like, that wedge of the clock. I thought that was cool. It was a lot more interesting than the first games. Um, sorry to Seneca Crane, but, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman really did a better than EO did, bestie, um... And I also thought the, like, characters were a lot more compelling because, you know, they've, like, won before. Um, So, yeah. I also – I thought the ending of it was a bit rushed. Um, Like, when Katniss, like, shoots her arrow at the arena ceiling and then all of a sudden the movie's over. Um, But other than that, I, I feel like I liked it a lot better because of, like, the more compelling side characters.
0: I think that's super fair. I think that one has like probably a stronger thesis overall. Like the emotions before the game really hits a lot better because you get like the PTSD of Katniss, and no one really wants to go back to the games. And like I think that all works. I think the games itself, I agree, are more interesting. Obviously, mm-hmm. the like areas cooler. It's a fucking clock that like has killers. It's, it's really sick. Great. Finnick is great. Um, I. Also, just think, like, I don't know, in the first games, it really bothers me some of the things and how it goes. Like, for example, when Katniss gets to the edge, like, I don't believe they're going to be shooting fireballs at her head trying to kill her. Like, there's things like that where I'm like, uh, it feels a little bit more like we just need conflict here and we're just going to make something random happen. Um Sally, it does not... The series, I would not say, goes up and up and up. I would say it gets to the second film and then goes quite downhill once we get rid of the Hunger Games and we get more into, like, the political, slow warfare. And I was a little loopy when I first saw these films because I saw them all at midnight, except for the first film. But um, I do think it gets quite boring, especially Mockingjay Part 1. But then Part 2, like, I hate because it's just, like big-budget, like, random explosion action, and it's like, well, eh. Yeah. I don't do you have thoughts on those.
1: I watched all of these in one day, um, and I was really vibing with the first two. I was like, oh, these are better than I remember them being. I don't understand. Why did I never watch three and four? Then I watched three and four, and I was like, um, oh, that's why I never watched three and four. Like, I don't understand how it, like, I know that, like, the what makes the first two films interesting is, like, the Hunger Games themselves, and, like, with that missing in three and four, you're missing, like, one of the core tenets of the franchise, um, and that's disappointing. I f- wish they had, like, somehow managed to still incorporate it, like... When the you see so much things from like District 13's point of view, you don't really see stuff from the Capitol's point of view. And these movies are already long as frick for no reason. But I think it could have been interesting if like the Capitol was still trying to put on like The Hunger Games and pretending that everything is fine, um, while trying to combat the like resistance propaganda with their own propaganda. Like I really wish we had seen more of what was happening on the Capitol side. And I think that would have kept the Hunger Games still throughout the franchise because it's just like it's gone and it feels like a very big like jump slash disconnect between like two and then three and four.
0: You also just, like, everything you get from the capital, I can appreciate the idea of, like, oh, you really want to be isolated like Katniss, and, like, specifically for the PETA stuff. I see the logic there. Like, that's the thing, is, like, this is a capital from the first game with the fireballs to later in the franchise, like you mentioned, and, like, the treatment of PETA and stuff. Like, this is a capital and futuristic dystopia that's, like, so... Good at manipulation and lying to people and getting everyone to just be okay with it all. And so quickly when it comes time to villainize them, it turns into just like almost comedically like evil, clear, like no one's going to see PETA in the Capitol starving and rotting and like this you know, just like this man who's broken down, who they supposedly love and be like, oh, that's cool. Like it just like, it feels so artificial with how it escalates that it feels really frustrating to me. And I just like lose interest Mm -hmm. by the end.
1: Yeah. There's also like a lot of times they mention like, oh, this district is still loyal to the Capitol. What can we do to like swing them to our side? Well, like, why are they still loyal to the Capitol? What is like the Capitol telling them that is like keeping them from, Turning to like what is supposed to be the good guys, and also, um, I thought it was dumb how like Julianne Moore's character, President Coyne, or whatever, ends up being also being shitty. Like, what is the point of your like resistance message? We're trying to be good people if this person also ends up being evil. I was like, what is I don't understand the point of that with the whole thesis of the franchise. What was the point?
0: that there's not ne- ne- neither side is good alina you know like you neither side when you get up to that level is good it's always corrupt and evil and like i don't know and something
1: but like, with how ha- i don't i didn't think it suzanne was, I mean, was out
0: there writing it and thinking like this is brilliant <laughs> this is like i, I agree, agree though
1: i did not execute that very well like when i also Julia don't like Morgan coin
0: in general was-
1: I know. It was really, like, bitchy. I was like, who are you? Why are you the leader? I don't like you. And then her whole thing, I was like, let's make a hunger game so we can kill the Capitol's children. And I was like, that is just so ridiculous. Like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> like, I, I get her being a power-hungry piece of shit for the other side. But, like... If you're the good people, why are you doing revenge and trying to get capital the capital's children executed? Like that's dumb. That's not going to fix things. Please, especially
0: through the Hunger Games. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can't. I don't know. I just like it. It reads like. Yeah. It's important to keep in mind that despite the scale and size of these films, these are teen dramas. So, like, under that, like, it really does show it, I think, when it comes to its final, like, conclusion. It's like, oh, this is meant for children. It's not necessarily, like, this deep, actual, like, thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. A lot of that stuff was, like, really giving me Star Wars vibes. And I feel like Star Mm -hmm. Wars is much, like, good versus evil. Like, the resistance or the rebellion doesn't have a power hungry person they literally just want to stop like the emperor and Darth Vader so like when that happened i was like okay like i appreciate that they're trying to do something different than like star wars and other like resistance based fantasy sci-fi movies but I'm there's
0: just, a like, reason I leia know. never creates a death star though like there's a reason
1: it could have been executed better in my opinion also it could have been one movie Like, oh my god, when Harry Potter, Deadly Hallows Part 1 and 2 started that whole trend of splitting the final movie into two movies, why? Capitalism. It's like when they made three Hobbit movies when it could have been two. There was no reason for that other than capitalism. And I don't understand why studios are like, let's ruin these movies to get more money And then people will hate them and then we'll lose money in the long run. (laughs) Because apparently the last movie had like the worst like box office turnout. That shouldn't be happening. with Your teen franchise.
0: At least I think that's a trend that seems to be overall over right now. But like Alina, haven't you ever seen this little movie called The Hunger Games? And like people are corrupt. Like aren't you getting it? Um, Yeah, I'm happy that's done because there's no reason why this needs to be two films. I agree. Um, are you excited for The Hunger Games to return? Because later this year, we're getting a prequel.
1: Um, I didn't know that there was a prequel coming out until I was okay. reading on Letterboxd. And then I read the book synopsis, so I know what happens. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Make a Hunger Games about, like, young Haymitch winning the games. Because he's yes. my favorite character. <laughs> he's hot i want to know what he's up i don't want to know how he killed like what 47 other people i would like to see it i don't care about president snow as a young man i really don't he's an interesting character i don't care about his rise to power
0: yeah i think he's more interesting when we don't know about his rise to power i i don't know what happens (laughs) in the movie book but like i don't assume it's that interesting but i agree about haymitch i will say that's one definitely like Shocking success for the Hunger Games is every part of Katniss's team, but Katniss really is iconic. Love Haymitch, love, love Effie. Effie, yes, love
1: Effie. She's so good.
0: I cannot believe these films did not get like best costume design nominations. Truly, like amazing work. Um. Mm-hmm. So with that, why don't we go to our just quick thoughts on the legacy of The Hunger Games as a franchise. You mentioned the pathway from Twilight to The Hunger Games. Do you see a pathway between The Hunger Games and what came next? Or what are your thoughts on the overall legacy from your perspective?
1: Um, I feel like The Hunger Games really started the whole like dystopian teen drama thing. But that was never a genre that I was into as a teenager. Like I was watching a lot of like messed up stuff as a teenager, but like dystopian teen dramas never interested me. Like I did watch the first Hunger Games, but I never watched um what are those movies like the Divergent movies? Maze Runner. It Maze Runner. Not into it. I ain't. I'm not watching any of that stuff. Um, and I feel like now the like dystopian teen drama is kind of dead. I wonder if they're gonna like be able to revive it or something because it is interesting but I feel like the problem with it is because it's like catered towards teenagers the like themes and stuff are just like so rudimentary that are just like it's not interesting to me um like it's not as deep as I would want it to be um I don't know and like I'm glad that I finished watching this franchise I'm glad I like know what happens now I will probably go and see the prequel just because I guess I should return to the podcast more often. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay, so next appearance in November. Got it. (laughs) You penciled down. I
1: don't know. It's just like, it's fine. I don't think it, like, in my opinion, in my world, I don't think it left that much of a legacy. Or like, the legacy's dead. It lasted a couple years, and now it's gone. Although, a couple weeks ago, my TikTok for you page was really trying to feed me Hunger Games stuff, and I was like, I've never seen these movies. Leave me alone. (laughs) that's so random
0: they're trying to get people excited for the prequel they're paying for ads i assume
1: um
0: i agree to a point i mean not to just like repeat what you said but i think this is stemming from twilight show that there was a teen audience hunger games we tried to do this whole like franchise with dystopian. it died i will say i think this is a franchise that can be or like a genre that can be resurrected in a second if the prequel does good i assume we're gonna get another trilogy of Hunger Games films. I assume we'll get a million other teen uh, dystopian dramas. Um, I think the biggest issue is just, like, they're not good normally. They cast for looks, so you get people who cannot act with filmmakers who cannot make good films and then the product is bad and i think though like hollywood is starting to recognize that with something like top gun maverick like i think there is a push in hollywood like okay we have to have something of quality here to not get six percent on rotten tomatoes and just die so like fingers crossed if it comes back it's something of quality um but (laughs) lord knows i will be there for every single one uh excited because i like trash and as long as it's fun trash I will be there. Um, So, our question of the week, Alina, is going to be with the first Hunger Games movie. Assuming we're in Panem. We're in the capital, I'm going to say also, because I don't want to be working. And who would you support on this cast if you had to support someone? Who would you stand? And I will let you answer first. first? Sure. Uh, Or just, like, who would you tweet about? Who would you support, right?
1: Okay like out of the kids who are in the 74th hunger games yes i feel like i would not like katniss because she gives me bad vibes um who else is in this cast god that's the thing the first movie like there's nobody interesting except for like kato rue and he's i like rue but like I feel like I would just feel bad for her because I know she's so little and she's going to die. Like, I remember, I didn't cry this time because I knew it was going to happen, but I remember when I saw it in theaters crying at that scene. That was, like, a very deep and moving scene. Like, she deserves better. Um, I don't know. I feel like I would be a Kato stan.
0: Okay, valid.
1: All the other ones are not that interesting. Did you know Jack Quaid is in this movie?
0: I'm just looking at the cast now, and I had no idea, but he is. There. I didn't
1: know that was him. He's one. Of, he's the kid from like District One, I think.
0: And like uh, so many yes.
1: people, I'm looking at the cast. It's like tribute, tribute girl, District Three, tribute boy, District Four. Like I don't know who any of these people are. I guess Cato. I feel like well, if I was <laughs> watching this, I would stand him because he's hot.
0: Yes, I would also be a Kato stan, but my number one would be the girl from District Two, Clove Isabel Furman. I just like love her. I know she's a villain, and I know Kato's a villain, but like they're an iconic duo. Kato's hot. She's a queen. I'm gonna say Clove. I love that we pick the two evil ones, but I would be rooting so People against wouldn't know they and were Pina.
1: evil. <laughs> if, if it's really it depends on what district you live in because if we were sure. from like lower districts like the poor people then i'm sure we would root for like the districts 11 10 12 whatever but i, I feel the- like
0: i'd be a no i'd be like i don't like katniss as like a person i'd be like yeah. i'm go- d- done
1: <laughs> that scene when like um, Peta is telling Katniss, like, my mom was like, maybe we'll have a, an actual winner from District 12, and she wasn't talking about me. roasted But then also, like, Haymitch won the Hunger Games. What are you talking about? That line didn't make sense to me.
0: I also do not like how she gives Prim this, like, pin, and now it's an iconic pin. Oh, I went to the DVD release of the first Hunger Games, by the way, Walmart Midnight, and they gave us those pins. But, um... What? She gave I her the did, pin.
1: I such a Hunger Games stand before this. Like when you're I like, I want to do Games for my birthday. I was like, why?
0: No, that's so valid. I don't really talk about it, but I mean, it doesn't really come <laughs> up, right? But like, yeah, I love the Hunger Games. But I like how she gets Prim this this like pin, and Prim gets immediately chosen with the Hunger Games. So like, clearly, it does not have good luck. And then she's like, okay, well, hopefully, it works for you. Maybe she, you know, maybe she wants her sister to die. Um. But I think that's gonna do it. Do you have any last thoughts you like share about the Hunger Games as a franchise, as a film?
1: Um, I feel like my main thought is they should not have killed Finnick. I was very upset by that. He deserved to live. He had like a really cute wife. He had just gotten married and they kill him for what reason. I was upset. I'm glad Hamish lived though. Thank God. Yes.
0: <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that an iconic series. I think the films are not always great, but I think the first film is really good. I think the second film is like just a step below it, and then the other films are like kind of trash. But no one talks about them. We only talk about it like it's a two-film franchise, um, and I will be there for the prequel. So with that, let's go into our rapid reviews. Alina, is there anything you've seen recently, new or old, that you would like to just quickly give a thought on?
1: Mm, I don't know. it's valid, know. if not... Oh my god, I've been watching Yellowstone. I started Yellowstone yes. after my all my friends are like, You're gonna love Yellowstone. Like they've been bullying me to watch it. And then since I took it up embroidery, I wanted like a show that I could watch while I'm like sticking needles through fabric. Mm-hmm. Um so I picked Yellowstone because I do need to finish Supernatural, but I made that my cardio either. show. So I can only watch it if I do cardio. So like Yellowstone's my embroidery show. I'm on season two, I think episode five. Here's my hot take. I don't understand why everybody is obsessed with Beth Dutton. I don't get it. <laughs> She's so mean, and like I kind of get it to an extent because, like, a lot of women like wish that they could be like that mean and like stand up for themselves. And I was like, sure. you can stand up for yourselves without being so cruel to everybody around mm. you. I feel like I feel really bad for Jamie because, like, oh my god, Beth hates him so much. I was like, bro, that's your brother. Um, I really like Casey, um, and I really love Rip. I think Rip's my favorite character. Oh, because he's so fucking hot. So hot. I keep getting Rip thirst traps on my TikTok now, and I was like, I'm glad TikTok is stalking me, so I can see all these Yellowstone edits. Um, yeah. Other than that, I had no idea. I know it's a, a show, but I had no idea cattle ranching was so like criminal and political, and yeah. like all these things, like... There's drama, like a body drops every single episode. So I'm excited to catch up on it as I embroider my panda bear. I think there's a new season coming out sometime soon, but I stand. Yeah, I cannot wait for you to
0: get caught up, and then me and you can have our Yellowstone podcast (laughs) for Clappercast. I also heard that there's
1: a Yellowstone prequel series.
0: 1883, I believe. Is Harrison Ford
1: in it, or am I thinking of something different?
0: No, I think he's in it. I've not seen it, but
1: wild. Anyway, um, I enjoy Yellowstone. It's not as good as everybody, like, has making it out to be. Sure. But it's still really interesting because, like, it's one of those shows where they just, like, end things on, like, a crazy note that you have to watch the next episode. Like, okay, this is a bit spoilers for people who have not seen the show. But, like, in that one episode in season two, when, like, their entire field of cows is dead, I was shook. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, really, I dig the show. Other it's than that, too much.
0: Yeah, no, that's very it valid
1: will be the franchise. I hope, but other than that, I'm like, oh. I have no idea what's happening. I deleted my Twitter. I still have my profile, but I don't go on the Twitter app anymore. I only go on the website occasionally to see what's going on in our ClapperCast group chat. But I don't scroll, so I have no idea what's happening. I am detached from Twitter, and I'm glad I escaped it. Honestly.
0: Honestly, an inspiration. If it wasn't for like, ha- I might, I should do that with the app. Cause I'm like, I go on it because, like, obviously advertising the podcast, advertising what I write. So, like, I have to have some Twitter presence, but I've like, I unfollowed 800 people. So now I only follow like a hundred people and it's really selective and it's great. Cause also then mm-hmm. I have no reason to be on it. Cause I can update on all the Twitter and like two scrolls. And then I'm like, Oh, I've seen all the tweets from who I follow, but that's a good idea to delete the app and keep going on the computer. Um, for yeah. me, I will say 80 for Brady. I think it officially comes out. Oh yeah. This week. I don't know. I've seen it. I saw it a couple weeks ago. It, and I don't know if I even talked about in the podcast, but 80 for Brady, very cute. Watch the trailer. It's elderly women all going to the Super Bowl. They meet Guy Fieri. It's very fun, especially when it leads into absurdity. Um, It's a very me film. But if you watch the trailer and you're like, this looks boring, you're going to find it boring. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. Um, so that will be my rapid review for the week. Thank you all so much for watching Alina. Thank you for coming back onto the podcast. Where can we find you on your social medias that you're not on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you can follow me on letterboxd. I've have started watching movies again. So I, I, I updated occasionally, not as much. I realized that like, it's okay to have other hobbies and not watch movies yeah. all day. So like I'm really glad I've discovered this thing called balance. I love that for mm. me. But I still I do be watching movies occasionally. Um. So yeah, I'm on Letterboxd. It's just my name, Alina Folds. I am on Twitter, kind of. My profile still exists. I just don't tweet anything or look at tweets. So like, there's not really a point in me following there. Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. occasionally on Instagram and TikTok too. It's all just my name, but. I've been a, I've been a quitter at social media recently. I might start making a TikTok again. I really want oh, to make God. a travel TikTok, but I need money to do that. We'll
0: see. <laughs> Where are you traveling to? I, are we going to WrestleMania this year? Like,
1: no, what's up? Loser, and he's like, I don't want to go for two days at WrestleMania. Fine. Um, <laughs> then we are not going. I'll go to WrestleMania when it comes to like Toronto or like New York or something. Um, yeah uh, he's literally it's his fault that has to <laughs> not to yeah because he's like i don't want to go like why would we would not go, go. for tonight? it's wrestlemania he, if
0: we went uh, yeah. he would go
1: listen i'm unemployed now and now i can't afford that's it that's so, so valid yeah <laughs> uh the other places that i was traveling are like now that i have my driver's license you know around ontario going to visit my boyfriend in upstate new york I really want to go to Antigua and Barbuda in the Caribbean. a sure. Oh, British... that's a
0: cheap. Tri- <laughs> that's a cheap tri- trip. No,
1: is it? It kind of. <laughs> I found out about these things called like workaways, where you can like stay on like a farm or something for free, and mm. like you just have to give like a couple hours of your time in the morning to like look after their like animals or whatever and then they let you stay for free in like a random country and there's one in Antigua and Barbuda you can stay on a donkey sanctuary and all you that's have to do amazing. is look after. I know all you have that's to do amazing. is look after the donkeys and like they're cats and dogs so it's also the like Antigua and Barbuda Humane Society slash donkey sanctuary so all you have to do is like feed cats for two hours in the morning and then you just boop around the island because it's such a small island that you can drive right across it in 45 minutes
0: that's amazing <laughs>
1: And it's like twenty five hours a week, so you could have your weekends free. It's so fun. So I am trying to convince my stupid boyfriend to go with me because you I would do not that. do that. Yeah, yes, it would. be I've been so looking
0: fun. into something called digital media nomadship, where you can work online in America and then just like have your visas at like most countries. I am mm-hmm. really trying to get out of America. This sucks. It's it, yeah. it's miserable. I can't do it. Um, That's
1: valid. <laughs> you guys and Paul are always like, oh, you know, you should come visit us in Los Angeles. I was like, I would hate Los Angeles. I really would. Paul is like, no, you would love it. There's so many like vegan restaurants and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I hate being around people. The thought of the traffic, ugh. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'll go to Los Angeles for like five days maximum. I don't think I could tolerate it anymore. I get sick of Toronto in a week. That's Can't valid. do
0: it. Have you been to New York City?
1: No. I really oh. want to though. Mostly because of the museums, but then I also think I would hate it because of the amount of people. But the only I reason, love like, New I York don't care though. to see the Statue of Liberty, I don't care to see a Broadway show. I don't care to go to Central Park. I would like to go to the night at the museum museums, and that's it.
0: That's so <laughs> valid. That's literally what I did. Yeah. Um, I really, New York City. The more great.
1: I grew up, the more I realize I'm not a city girl. I tried to force it on That's myself because so the jobs I want to do are in the city, but I like being in the woods with cows away mm. from people. I like trees. I don't like traffic. I don't like concrete. I want to be left alone in the woods. So I'm glad sure. I'm in that era again. I'm never moving to a city. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in two years, when you live in Los Angeles, you know we'll replay this podcast for you, and you can figure it if out. If
1: that ever happens, everybody on the planet has free reign to shoot me in the head. It's never.
0: <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> that's valid um well you can find me on twitter at bp underscore movie reviews i've not found that balance i don't think so i'm still on that twitter um for now and then you can find the podcast wherever podcasts are found and on youtube so thank you so much for watching slash listening uh another year of life i have lived um and we will see you next week to continue discussing all things cinema and whatever we decide we want to talk about goodbye